Caillou in the Streets brings you PBS in the sheets. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Jesus. You're excused. My soul is happy in a Christian way. Well, she even cooked my breakfast. She brought. All right. Are we starting? We can we can start whenever. I'm chilling. I think we're we're going. So this is. This is episode one, pilot trial episode of uh, Trailer Park Philosophers. Hell yeah. The name kind of explains itself. Yeah, just uh, two trailer park women. (laughs) (laughs) Women who have done their time in the park uh, (laughs) and have lived to tell their stories. Um, We've earned our point of views here, all right? (laughs) Look, we're in a fucking house, dude, right now. Yeah. That's a come up story. It is. There's just not a park nearby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a trailer or a park. Uh, I stay winning. Um, I, okay. Honestly, Leveling though, up. like the point, though, is not to like put down that because I, I really do feel like I learned a lot of things about life from growing up from like a very poor background that I would never have if um, I grew up wealthy. So that's kind of the point. Yeah, that's true. Uh, if I wasn't poor as hell growing up, then I probably wouldn't be where I'm at. I mean, that's like why I joined the army. That's why I left my town. Like, I wouldn't be here in Minnesota. Yeah. Which I guess is, that's like almost like a philosophy in itself. You just be where you are and it'll take you where it takes you. Taoism or something, I think. Yeah, that's gotta be <laughs> something. <laughs> I think it's like fucking Taoism or some shit that says that. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you said like towel. Like towel. <laughs> yeah, I was like, sure. Yeah, dude, it's that towel knowledge. No, um, I feel like, but I, I actually, honestly, I think like starting with like, so we are like going with like stoicism in a broad way today, narrowing it down to the dichotomy of control. The um, dichotomy of control. But stoicism really does apply to like the growing up poor thing because it's all about you know like stoicism is like every challenge that is presented to you is like an opportunity to grow yeah and man Uh, every like one of my favorite parts about stoicism is is every obstacle that you're presented is just an opportunity for you to learn from like even like if it's really hard like someone passes away yeah it's just an opportunity for you to learn like fortitude or like uh being being grateful or being present in the moment with people like it's like yeah bad things are gifts is kind of what it is right like yeah. it's like the and i really i think that is that we're, we're we're starting in a good place i think this is like a good place to start good topic you know yeah, bad things are gifts being born in a trailer park was a fucking gift <laughs> <laughs> i'm grateful <laughs> So grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful I've been working since I was five. <laughs> I'm grateful that I had to work in an ice cream shop when I was 14 where the owner molested kids. I love it. It's awesome. What? Challenges are gifts. I, I wasn't molested by him. 
You w- weren't? Was not. Okay, I thought you... Okay, all right. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> he fired me uh, two weeks in, either because I served fish that was raw to people, or I was not molestable. I don't know. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> was this an ice cream store? Yeah, but they served fish. I don't know. <laughs> Is there fish in an ice cream parlor? Well, so one of them was straight ice cream. One of them was like was what it was. There was two in town, uh, and then the other one also served fried foods. And they left me a fifteen-year-old <laughs> there by myself. The line was probably like ten to fifteen, maybe twenty people. And so it was my second week of work, and I'm just in this ice cream shop, just running from place to place, like trying to drop fish in the fryer, trying to like dip ice cream in like like the vats of like chocolates that would come out like a dilly bar, you know. <laughs> Losing my goddamn mind. Like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I wish it was just one of the kids that he pulled in the back. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> not, not you wishing to be molested. <laughs> I don't want to be front of house anymore. Take me to the back of house. I don't want to do this job. I'm not made for this. <laughs> yeah, but uh, people called and were like, we're so sick. That 14-year-old kid gave us frozen fish and it almost killed us. <laughs> so it was a blessing. It was a gift, honestly, that challenge. <laughs> <laughs> what part of it? <laughs> you know, my, my, the stoicism there taught me that... Uh, I'm never going to work at an ice cream shop ever fucking again. And I maybe that served me in my life because it taught me to strive for more. That's that's true. And also maybe <laughs> avoid the fish too. Yeah, never <laughs> cooked. F- Actually, fish is my favorite food. Um, <laughs> but I cook it for myself and I cook it well. Yeah, you make sure it's, yeah. it's done enough. Another well. lesson, treat others the way you want to be treated. I would hate to be served frozen fish. <laughs> that's, that's true. I wouldn't want frozen fish or hot ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually so funny that it was an ice cream shop and I gave him frozen fish. I'm like, look at where you are, idiot. (laughs) Everything's frozen here. (laughs) You want it in a waffle cone or a cup? (laughs) You put marshmallows on it, fucker. (laughs) Chocolate sauce or caramel? (laughs) There's a little bit of tartar on the side. (laughs) Um, That's crazy. That was, was that like your first job? It was my first job. Yeah. Yeah, and I started working at Herberts and Gerberts after that, uh, which was, you know, worked out. I was there yeah. for like seven years almost. Holy shit. Like 15 to, well, no, not seven years. I started working when I was 15, and then when I moved to Minneapolis, I kept working at an Herberts and Gerberts for like two more years, so. Damn. Yeah. Were you like, were you like leveling up at the Herbs and Gerbs, or were you like, yeah, yeah? kind of moved all the way up from sandwich line to delivery. <sighs> Is that like a big big jump um I, getting your license yeah yeah <laughs> like she got her license she can handle it now oh, she can drive a car let's put her behind the wheel that'd um, be crazy if there were like unlicensed delivery drivers there's like kids just that'd be pretty sick like you're 15 and you work fast food so you're like well okay we'll let you drive you know it's like i don't even think 16 year olds should be allowed to drive cars really but that's like a whole other thing um you know you <laughs> Yeah, I think there's some 20-year-olds that shouldn't be able to drive cars. I don't think I should be allowed to drive a fucking car. I think we should have the drive, like, have driver's tests every other year, probably. 
I agree. I almost got hit last night on my motorcycle. Damn. Leaving a camp bar. I was going through this intersection and I had the green light and they had a red light and they just went, they just went through. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw them just in time to like slam on the brakes. I'm like, who's giving people driver's license? Like why? Yeah, I did. I I think it's crazy that we even drive at all. What do you propose we do instead? (laughs) Walk. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere. Get a horse. I mean, it works in Europe to some extent. Most people don't drive. They take public transportation everywhere. Yeah, here, but I don't want to take public transportation here. Dude, you got to make up your fucking mind. (laughs) (laughs) Cars. Dude, I want to teleport, man. I just want to go. Oh, fuck yeah. I wish that was an option. Man. Okay. Should we pull it pull it back oh yeah yeah let's pull it pull it back to well this is this is our you know it's our first episode so we're figuring out yeah. how this is gonna flow i kind of liked how that just went i liked the adhd stories kind of <laughs> deviation right there that was good i liked it yeah i do have adhd yes. oh, but i did take my medicine today oh. so <laughs> <laughs> i thought you said do you have adhd yes <laughs> as if you have that when did you get diagnosed uh later in life i i actually got diagnosed (laughs) after i got out of the military oh really yeah but i'm pretty sure i've had it for like ever but i I think that's how it works (laughs) (laughs) well you could develop late in life adhd yeah you can there's like uh because i had a tbi uh traumatic brain injury oh fuck yeah when i in 2013 and there's like some studies that show like uh you can develop things like adhd after having a tbi yeah so who knows if i had it my whole life or if i just got hit in the head really hard damn Damn, dude yeah oh shit i mean it's one of those out of our control Uh, Uh, yeah i just i just go with the flow with it you know yeah it used to really annoy me it's like i want to want to focus yeah but like i fucking can't <laughs> we should probably like generalize what <laughs> my speech impediment coming out the dichotomy of control is yeah yeah like uh what do you what do you think like what's your like general you definition know, we, we, can we pull up um the yeah. actual definition that'd probably um, be good too <laughs> yeah so then we can just like kind of read off exactly what it means and we'll launch off from there yeah yeah i think that's a would love to hear about your traumatic brain injury more yeah <laughs> dude that's a whole it's so dumb it's yeah it, yeah it was like it happened in afghanistan uh-huh. and uh none of us were wearing helmets and a wall fell on us but <laughs> it was because of a sandstorm <laughs> A sandstorm knocked a wall over. It wasn't like direct fire or enemy conflict. Uh. It was literally the sand. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the wall hit me in my back and like slingshotted me to the ground. And my head, my friend said that like my head like bounced. Oh. And I was out for like a, a minute or so. Damn, dude. And then when I came out, like. <clears throat> Everyone was, like, screaming because they were trapped under the wall, and I wasn't because it uh-huh. hit me in my back and, like, shot me forward. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I just went into adrenaline mode and, like, I got to help my friends. I got to help my friends. And I w- wasn't even, like, thinking about what happened to me. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, I got to the aid station. I lost feeling in my legs for, like, two hours. That was nuts. 
and then like the mind thing started taking place like the concussion symptoms like started coming into play and i was just like what's going on you're gonna be like paralyzed yeah yeah for like i was so i was so devoted to like my christianity faith whenever i went to like i was a virgin yeah (laughs) for the lord (laughs) (laughs) for the lord yeah and i was laying i this was i still had my mind i was laying there in the first aid station on like the little fucking like gurney thing and i couldn't feel from like my waist down was just and they were like grabbing my foot and i'm just like what's going on and i was so mad at god because i was like i'm never gonna know what it feels like to get laid I know. No I, way. Is that really what you were thinking about in that moment? I swear to God. I swear. That was the first. <clears throat> that was the first thought that popped in my mind was like, I'm never. <laughs> I'm never going to be someone's wife. <laughs> Dude, honestly. Yeah. I think that'd be one of the first things that was on my mind. If I was a virgin and I got paralyzed, I'd be like, what the fuck? This? Yeah. <laughs> but I think you usually can still feel right i don't know like in in there you're paralyzed <laughs> i you don't know i don't i i don't know if you can still feel in there if, if you're paralyzed from the waist down in my head at that moment you couldn't and i was pissed yeah dude but and then like i thought about like obvious things like running and walking and like climbing mountains <laughs> like you know like <laughs> it's so funny how human that is so that the first thing is like oh no cannot reproduce you know <laughs> like oh no broken broken <laughs> <laughs> my brain went like cave woman and was like we're not gonna find a partner <laughs> how will i be fucked by a man so i can keep the human line going oh no it's like i feel like we have a robot in us that's like <laughs> fuck fuck i gotta fuck <laughs> oh shit mountains too oh no like the like emotional brain pops in it's like oh wait there's so many pretty things outside it's just sex 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 (laughs) fucking and fucking and fucking (laughs) (laughs) but that's so crazy dude that just like it was like uh it wasn't even like military combat (laughs) so that's that's leo ladies and gentlemen yeah leo our awesome (laughs) producer (laughs) <laughs> you're good is something uh, something up with the thing what in the podcast world we call jamie now oh. <laughs> screen sharing is hard however back to stoicism the challenges make us stronger so once we figure out this screen sharing and can read this definition i think this conversation is gonna just fucking unlock it already is unlocked yeah i've i've learned so much about you already in this first little <laughs> It's a little moment here. Yeah, dude. I like knew about like like you said that you'd like kinda like when you said you told me that you got like injured like uh like and and it was like funny because it wasn't actually like had to do with anything besides a like a natural disaster kind of thing. <laughs> but I had no idea it was like a traumatic brain injury that made you not be able to feel your legs. That's crazy. Well, I, I don't think it was the the TBI that made it where I couldn't feel my legs. It was uh like the wall. It's called a Hesco wall, and they're like really heavy. <clears throat> they're like steel wire with like this sand sack in the middle or like the sack you fill with sand in the middle uh-huh. and that hit me in my lower spine and then shot me to the ground and then i ended up like oh, kind of lifting part of the wall off of one of my friends so we could pull him out because he was uh-huh. unconscious so they said uh 
whenever the wall hit me initially like all the nerve endings in my lower spine went in between each disc and then whenever i like did that lifting motion i just crushed them all so once the adrenaline kind of wore out it wasn't necessarily that i was paralyzed it was like muscle spat it was like yeah. my body's like reaction to what it had just been through yeah, was to just to yeah. shut down where i couldn't feel the pain it is so crazy that like our bodies just like can just be okay until it can't you know <laughs> where it was just like that injury happened in that moment but your body was like no dude i gotta help my friends i'm gonna shut down in like an hour you know like <laughs> <clears throat> that's crazy it's like uh it's like your laptop reminding you to update <laughs> like, no i just want to keep working just 15 minutes longer Literally, then one day it shuts the fuck down and you're like what the hell why would it even do that when it's been reminding you every day <laughs> like, yeah like it's just like every single day i feel like a little ill but it, and then one day i'm just like i can't even lift my head up why is this happening i don't know maybe because you felt bad every day and you ignored it you know like <laughs> Maybe it's that four hours of sleep you've been getting every night for the past three weeks finally caught up to your ass. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like how it how it was in that moment, you know? And then finally, like, I got feeling back, and then, like, it was like, oh, I can feel. I can feel everything right now. Yeah. I felt all, the, like, the spasmy things, and, like, I'd get these shots, shots of pain, like, down each one of my legs, and I was like, I'd rather not feel this right now. Yeah. but no it was it was sand that's the funny part it's like i didn't get like a purple heart or anything because <laughs> it was just fucking sand <laughs> Dude, and anytime a veteran like that has been through some actual shit tries to connect with me because they're like oh you got injured overseas what happened i'm just like <laughs> yeah a fucking wall fell after a sandstorm <laughs> there was this big explosion of sand (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude that's crazy real crazy that's like why i uh why i got out too like i tried to i tried to like overcome that injury Mm -hmm. but like running and like doing the sit-ups and stuff like that just wasn't wasn't working anymore yeah so i just got the fuck out do you feel like grateful for getting out or did you want to stay this is this is crazy at the time i was mad mm-hmm. i was so mad i was like i want to stay but uh looking back now it's like i'm so happy i didn't yeah yeah because like mentally i was like not great so like i i shouldn't have continued to push my body further yeah which yeah i mean <laughs> looking back now i should have just been grateful for the injury to like get me out mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it at the time yeah let's talk about our brand spans our brands our brand sponsors Lacroix. uh Lacroix is our brand sponsor raz cranberry is the flavor i'm drinking right now thank you Lacroix. can we get in trouble for saying a brand that's not actually our sponsor is our sponsor <laughs> right just so you guys know a little update uh we probably are cutting out what just happened. What just happened was we could not get screen recording to work. And that's just one of the challenges given to us by the universe. And as a stoic, I say, maybe we don't fucking need technology. Next time I'm going to bring books. Yeah. How about how about that technology? We're going to control how we feel about you not working. And you know what? I'm unbothered. Books never don't load. So 
yeah i've never had to wait for a page to turn unless like two are like stuck together because it's sticky (laughs) (laughs) why would it be sticky i usually eat as i read yeah Mm. you fold corners down too no no that's i respect the book more than that okay that's well you're eating on it (laughs) (laughs) i respect the book as a tray (laughs) i've Um, definitely actually spilled s'more inside a book (laughs) (laughs) the fuck did you spill s'more inside a book i like to make microwave s'mores sometimes microwave s'more that's white trash that's shit, isn't it? White trash. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by our favorite trailer park snack microwave smarsh <laughs> mm, yummy radiation really helps you tune out mom and dad hitting each other <laughs> s'mores microwavable <laughs> There's something so calming about the sound of a microwave, though. <laughs> there is. It's just like the... Alright, I got this definition. The dichotomy of control is a stoic practice that basically states some things are within our control and others are not. It provides us a framework to be effective at solving problems by dividing them into segments. Things we can control and things we can't. I really like your reading voice. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I I hate reading out loud. (laughs) I used to get so nervous in school. I would count and see how many people were behind me. And then I'd be like countdown all right i'm reading this paragraph let me and then some fucker would read two paragraphs and you'd be like oh my god my count's off <laughs> yeah and then i'd get stuck with all the big words yeah oh man okay so basically yeah it, it's i really i really really like this like philosophy especially i mean because like i've been living it for a little bit with like the whole i'm a, I, this is like uh, i guess important background of some sort about us i've been going to aa meetings for like um a few like a month and a half a month 30 almost 40 days uh and i don't think i'm gonna be sober forever i gotta be real i'm i don't and i also hate the word relapse because it's like (laughs) it's like it's so intense to be like like oh god you smoked a joint you fucking relapsed like it's just like it's not that Seri- I, to me, AA is like a good community for me right now to kind of like learn from adults that like have like fixed their lives. And I like that. I don't know if I'm going to be in it forever. So when I reference it, I'm not saying that I'm an AA person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The relapse word just makes me feel like I'm going to jail. Right. It, it's so it, it's like it's like oh, I just fucked up my whole life when it's like. At the point in my life that I'm at right now, I want to find tools to face the demons that cause me to use substances in a way that's unhealthy. Because I'm, I've, from getting sober, you realize quickly that cutting out the substances doesn't just like fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Does not fix it at all. If anything, it gets way, way worse because there's nothing to like dull the problem because <laughs> the problem for me it's like people talk about like cut alcohol out of my life and things just started getting easier things have gotten a lot harder things have gotten significantly harder because i don't which i think is kind of you know it says something about the way substances are used but like 
it's just like I, I want I, I think that things in life are given to us in order to be enjoyed and certain things exist and I would like to be able to partake in them if I'm not using it to hide from the demons that are scratching my eyeballs out <laughs> <laughs> in my sleep and in my waking life <laughs> they're just like <laughs> <laughs> that's what's keeping you from smoking pot the demons scratching your eyes out dude that's terrifying <laughs> that's so scary <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrifying image. Yeah, you it guys is. can't really smoke weed right now. I'm too busy facing the demons that regularly try to gouge my eyeballs <laughs> out of my head. <laughs> if you ever see Emma p- poking her way down the street, just know the demons won that day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, straight up, it's like my stand-up comedy's been a little off the last month, dude. I've uh, been dealing with actual demons assaulting me on a daily basis. <laughs> Dude, I want that horror movie. Just like walking around and some demon just comes out of the alleyway and just starts fucking beating you. Like, dude, stop. Stop. Please. Please. I won't relapse again. I won't relapse again. Oh, oh man. Dude, I, I relate to that, though, because <laughs> all of it. Because, like, I just, uh, I've, I've been doing the sober thing, too, for like a month. I had one little slip up with some marijuana after my motorcycle broke down oh i'm going to hell relapse (laughs) relapse but like the first like the first week the first three days after like day four was it it like all hit me and i was here at night and i was like man i'm just not feeling good so i was like i'm gonna go for a drive and i ended up listening to like the same song for 30 minutes straight and just crying (laughs) i was like dude i'm not well (laughs) (laughs) i've been covering up yeah but i like put it in my head i'm like you're not funny without the pot or like you can't socialize without the pot which is bullshit that I tell myself so yeah. that I can keep covering. But I also want, I want to partake in it. Yeah. That's so real. It sucks. Cause it's like, to me, it's like it, when it doesn't feel like it's like the, the chemical dependence, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like a, I don't know. I don't know. I, all I know is I need to be sober today. Yeah. Just one day at a time. One day at a time. And <laughs> LaCroix Bro. shout out to the sponsor shout out to our sponsors LaCroix <laughs> <laughs> I like that you take it one day at a time and today I need to be sober and I feel that and I, I also feel like I'm not going to be sober forever yeah. because anytime I tell myself I'm going to do this thing forever mm-hmm. there's some weird part in my head that's like nah yeah, like I, we gotta fight the authority, Literally. even if it's my own authority. Oh my god, dude, it's the most frustrating thing. The like, teen spirit in me is so strong. <laughs> I can smell it. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's so- it sounded like pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I was just trying to make a Nirvana. <laughs> that sounded so bad. <laughs> really just sounded like a bad <laughs> I'm gonna get canceled. I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, um yeah, sober today, buddy. <laughs> sober today, probably tomorrow. 
<laughs> but it brought up the sober thing because it's so i want to read the oh yeah I, the the aa like whole because it this, this, it's has gotten me um fucking what's it called the oh, yeah. serenity the serenity prayer it's one of the things i like the most about it honestly just and i repeat this to myself all the time like i there's a lot of things that i'm like just fully can't get on board with and i don't know if that's me being like a, i don't need this i don't need you guys i can fix this on my own whatever i'm figuring that out um but what i do like is like the whole you know scratch the god at the beginning but grant me the serenity to accept the things i cannot change the courage to change the things i can and the wisdom to know the difference which is really just exactly what that says yeah i like that a lot too it's accepting what you can't change is so hard unbelievably difficult it's like impossible sometimes like i don't want like i i want to be mad yeah i just want to sit and think like maybe if i sit and i'm mad enough time will turn back and it will change (laughs) it's like i seriously believe that in some kind of way like that if the more i stir and think about how badly i want this to not be this way like somehow every reality every fact about how time and existence works will be like ha 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 we are just kidding we'll fix it for you you know i'm like i knew it i knew it i knew you guys were fucking with me <laughs> i you will go back and my knee will be better you know? oh, dude. like ah uh, the knee thing that's such a that's that's like stoicism right there. Yeah. We both had knee surgeries. We both had knee surgeries. And I'm still not fully recovered. I've been going through hell. Yeah, dude. Every fucking day. I think I'm like, it's like I'll go through a streak of three days where I'm not in any pain. And then I have a day where I'm like, like, this is the most pain I feel like I've been in in a while. Like, and it's just like this ongoing thing that like, I very much think like substances have played a big role in covering up like they talk about people you know like getting surgeries and then getting addicted to oxys and stuff like i mean that's so real but like i mean just like i can trace my alcoholism like what has shown up as alcoholism back to my first knee surgery when i was like 17 like afterwards it was just like you lose everything you you know so it's like oh what always makes me feel good this what can i depend on what is stable and consistent substances you know (laughs) alcohol and weed that shit's more stable than anything else in my life i know that i can always have that like and that makes the knee thing okay in a lot of ways and And then you like sometimes you like trick yourself you're like well i'm going through this thing so it's okay for me to do this to help with this thing i'm going through yeah but it almost like it really i feel like takes away from like how much was like also like it's like whole like stoicism like facing the challenges that are given to you and using them as moments to grow like it takes away from that because it's like instead of facing the challenge head on and being like this is something that has been given to me to like make me a stronger human and like make me understand life in a way that i couldn't i'm like just like no we'd rather just sit and watch tv and smoke weed <laughs> no i'd rather watch friends again <laughs> dude i've seen friends so many times <laughs> friends is like one of my shows where i'm like feeling kind of sad <laughs> look at they're all friends life works out every day for them joey's being a little bit of an idiot but it's okay <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I get sad watching it sometimes because I'm like, I don't have friends like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not fucking real. It's like, it's so fake. It's so fake. Uh. <clears throat> I got, we got sidetracked pretty. So fast. Yeah, so fast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, that's just how this is going to be. Yeah, we're just going to sidetracked very fast. We're just going to have to reel it back in sometimes. Um, On topic, though. You said... <sighs> It's something about your knee, the the knee thing. Like, uh, my parents are both like religious now, which they weren't growing up, and they're like, God will only give His toughest battles to strongest warriors. God won't give you anything you can't handle. And it's like, well, I'm f- fucking tired, bro. Meaningless. Like the challenges that are given to us, it happens for no reason, and you don't get to decide. That's like that whole like out of control thing. Yeah, it's not in any control. It just is chance. It just is like by chance. I got my shit rocked at a basketball game in high school. You know, like, how did yours happen? Um, it's, it goes back to the wall. Oh, it was the wall? The lifting, when I lifted the wall, back, hips, knees. I was supposed to have the same surgery I had on my left one, on my right one. And I'm like, I'm not going through that again. Yeah. I'll just deal with deal with the pain and the right. The right one's not that bad either. But, yeah, just picking up a wall. <laughs> It's so wild that such different different experiences, you know, can like just have similar ongoing results. Like Yeah, like parallels. But like different like this happened to you and this happened to me, but we're we're kind of experiencing this this rather similar journey with our knees, mm-hmm. even though they come from such different parts of our lives yeah such different like like actual injuries but like the ongoing like rehabilitation and like fucking maybe this is this is a podcast for people recovering from knee injuries (laughs) 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 i mean dead ass like i hope that lane finds this because that's yeah that i mean that's one of the accepting the things that you cannot change i hate so much that i am 23 years old and i think about my like knee and like my body so much like it's like it just like there's it's been so much time of me just feeling angry all the time because i see so many like it's just like so many people you know just like fucking running around and taking it for granted (laughs) (laughs) y'all are just running around running on the streets running around the block and i'm like i want to run so bad but i can't run i'm not allowed to run like and it's just like it's such a sad thing in some ways but like that's negating the it's like then it's like if you're yeah sitting around being angry it's like i have to accept that i cannot change this but what i can change is every single day i can work to be stronger and hopefully one day i can run i can't run today but if i never accept that shit i will never be able to run tomorrow you know like yeah yeah just learning persistence persistence and patience yeah that's been like you said earlier like using the substances to kind of like not face the journey head on with like the the knee surgery and stuff i i definitely did that but i'm trying to just accept the fact that i i want to jump rope like really bad like i love jumping rope Mm -hmm. and it's so frustrating to me that i can't do that right now but it's like all right, if I just wake up and I do these stupid, dumb PT exercises that I don't want to fucking do because <laughs> they're so dumb. Yeah. If I just do these every day and do my dumb little core exercises, maybe one day I'll be able to jump. Yeah. 
But that's one of the things uh, about stoicism that I found interesting is like they consider your body as something like you can't control. Like what happens to your body. Yeah. Like injuries and stuff like that. Like they consider that as like out of your control. Yeah, dude. Because it so is. Our bodies are so out of our control. Like there's some, I mean, in just like physically every bit of what we look like is i mean you can like get fit if you like or like don't like certain things about yourself you know you can like sometimes you can't though sometimes it's like it's just like truly i mean i'm six feet tall for reference uh (laughs) and so much of my life like i did not want to be six feet tall i was just like i'm I'm taller than all the boys. <laughs> and none of the boys like me because I'm taller than them. And it's, I don't like it. I don't like no clothes fit me because I'm too fucking tall. I can't even play basketball anymore because I hurt my knee. Like, it's like literally like so many. And, like, and I was just like, if I was never tall, I would have never played basketball. I would have never hurt my knee. You know, like so many uh. things related to just being goddamn tall. And like. I cannot believe how much unnecessary suffering that caused. It's just like, like, well, that's what you look like. That's, that's just <laughs> what it is. It's just who you are. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it. And just, you know, you just gotta, ex- if, once you accept that. Yeah. Life gets way better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to be six feet tall. They thought I was gonna be six feet tall. Because <laughs> my mom is, my biological mom is like six one or six feet tall. Uh, but my dad is like five eight and how tall are you i'm like five six (laughs) (laughs) i look exactly like my dad Uh, like if i didn't come out of my biological mom i'd be like that's not my i look more like my stepmom yeah yeah than my actual mom yeah it's it's insane but yeah when they like i i hit like the growth spurt and like just shot up right away to like five five and i was like here we go baby six six (laughs) foot right around the corner six foot here i come (laughs) and then it just stopped (laughs) and i was like bro the doctor said it's so funny exact opposite experience well i mean my parents are both i'm the same height as my is my dad and my mom my mom's five and my dad's six foot so i mean it was kind of in the cards for me but like every year i'd grow another inch and i'd be like make it stop <laughs> when's it gonna stop <laughs> i was like i'm gonna be six five by the end of this he's <laughs> <laughs> gonna reach up and touch the rim <laughs> but there's like yeah there's so many people who like want to be six feet tall and it's so funny. I'm out here wishing, like, at that time, I wished I was 5'6". You know? You're like, I wish I was six feet tall. And I'm like, I wish I was 5'6". <laughs> yeah, but, like, I was, like, a little tank, though. Yeah. Because I, I used to be pretty hefty. Like, before I joined the Army, I was hefty. And then after I got out, I got hefty again. Like, I used to weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> yeah, imagine Sorry, what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm really, I really did not mean to laugh at <laughs> No, it's funny to laugh at because, like, no, dude, I'm so for my hefty queen. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with being hefty. Your body is what what your body is, yeah. but there was something wrong with me being. <laughs> 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 
I just did not carry it well, man. <laughs> it like none of it went to the places you want it to go. Yeah. Yeah, it just all went. <laughs> did you have any ass? No. Dude, my ass was so the one thing I got from my biological mom was her flat ass. <laughs> You know how many squats I have done to get the, the semi-ass I have t- t- today? No, it all went to, like, my midsection. 300 pounds, no ass. Dude, it's a fucking trend. I was not out here looking like a, a hot, hefty queen, all right? I was out here looking like... A, a sad bag. <laughs> you out here looking like like a paper bag from the country. <laughs> looking like a cereal box. <laughs> Eggs on the bottom, a bunch of fruit in the middle. <laughs> accepted you or you you could change it you knew you could change it yeah it was it was just one of those things where like i i just like let myself go after the relationship i was in the relationship i moved up here to be in yeah because i'm not from minnesota or wisconsin that's where i was after that ended i just let myself go and just started eating just taco bell and bar food every day and it showed but once i like i got kind of like sober and like cut a lot of things out uh-huh. and and then i was like well i'm just gonna cut beer out and i lost so much weight went became a truck driver <laughs> <laughs> and then one which is weird but once i became a truck driver the weight just like fell off yeah yeah and i well and i started like okay well i can, can i can change how i eat and i can change how I do, uh, like, my daily habits, my sleep schedule. Like, there's a lot of things that are in my control that I can change. And once yeah. I started making those changes and, like, working on my body and, like, strengthening my core, it was like, my back problems weren't that bad. Yeah, dude. And my legs didn't hurt that much because they weren't putting up 300 pounds of... <laughs> <laughs> was it a Saturday at High V every weekend? <laughs> I eat a lot of fried chicken, man. We <laughs> <laughs> have fuck some canes up right now, man. See, yeah, that's like the the realizing the responsibility we have to make the choices that make us feel good is like, like, because I I I think it does kind of come. It's like when you're constantly mad about the things that are out of your control, you're not thinking about the things that are in your control. Like truly, like. I started going to physical therapy again uh, a month ago and I am feeling insanely better. I could have, it's like, it's like there was so long that I was just like, just like, like my fucking, I'm so mad that like 
my whole Germany thing, living in Germany, just went to shit. And I didn't rehab my knee correctly. Why did I even go with this to happen? I'm so mad that my knee isn't recovering the way that I thought it should. And like just being mad, 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 mad. You know, like I can't do it. I can't do anything. I can't do this. I can't do this. And then you don't fucking think about anything. It's like you can do. And like, like, I mean, I feel like I'm almost, I mean, like I wasn't 300 pounds a month and a half ago, but I was like, really didn't feel like I... I was not taking care of myself in any way. Like <laughs> I was not feeling good. And like, it's been like, like the last month of consciously being like, I can make choices. Like I can choose to feel better is kind of wild. I feel like I'm at the beginning of your trucker journey. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of my trucker journey. <laughs> I think I got to get a job as a trucker. <laughs> Dude, I, I tell you what, <laughs> straighten you up right away. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's so much to dive into. I feel... How long have we been going? Well, we're going to cut, like, probably 10 of that out. So we have a little bit of time if you want to keep diving in. What should we... uh, Where should we we go next with the whole... You know, I okay. This is going. I it's just like I kind of want to ask you about your. I think yeah, yeah we have time, it. right? To yeah, get yeah, into yeah. like we got time to do whatever. So you start. What where? What was the journey between like like straight up like the actual like you were three when you were like three hundred pounds feeling like shit and you're like, what was like the day that you were like I'm gonna feel better? Like was it a day or did it really take a lot of time? It was. It was a lot of days. Yeah. But the like, I still to this day I remember like the first day, mm-hmm. and it was just one of my really close friends, and I was like managing a vape store and being a competitive vapor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I've lived a life. <laughs> it was a competitive vapor. <laughs> yeah, dude, I used to get paid to vape. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yeah, dude, how do you make life changes when that's your life? Because that's just like, like, dude, I'm fucking fake. <laughs> that was my attitude all day, every day, 24-7. I was like, cloud, bro, the clouds, vape nation, bro, let's go. <laughs> I have a vape shop logo tattooed on my arm. <laughs> but oh, okay. I dropped <laughs> I had dropped out of college <laughs> to become a professional vapor. <laughs> Mind you. Dude, I, in the hood, it's basketball in the trailer park. It's professional vaping. That's what, <laughs> that's what gets you out, man. <laughs> How am I getting out of this park? I'm going to become a professional vapor. <laughs> Gotta learn to blow some clouds, brother. <laughs> Mind you, I, I went into the army to pay for my school <laughs> on the fact that I got out and dropped out of college. <laughs> my family was so mad. <laughs> so they were like, you're going to do what? You're going to be a professional vapor? <laughs> what? Dude, in your control. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was living my best life. I was fucked up every day. <laughs> all right so that's the setup i'm a professional vapor who manages a a vape 
shop and one of my really good friends just like grabbed me by the shoulders and was like and i had a cdl like i was working at a vape store while walking around with a commercial driver's license uh-huh. and she was just like sydney you can do so much better and i was like whoa like it hit me like really hard and yeah. i remember i went home that day and i didn't like smoke which is like usually like the thing i do <laughs> and i woke up the next day and i looked in the mirror and it was just i finally like saw that i was 300 pounds because i hadn't it hadn't clicked with me yeah like i didn't see myself as 300 pounds and then i saw that in the mirror and i just like looked at myself honestly and i was like ah she's right like i can do a lot better Mm -hmm. so i just immediately like stopped smoking pot i was like i'm done with that i'm done tripping i'm done with the mom i'm done with all of the drugs that i've been doing for the past eight months of this dropout professional vaping life yeah and i started looking for jobs and i got the job at the the trucking place and uh once i got that job i wasn't working next to a bar every day so i stopped eating bar food every day and i stopped drinking every day so mm-hmm once those things happened then it just started to slowly come off and that's when i was like oh you can control a lot of how you feel yeah you can control a a lot about your body if you just control your habits and i just started like making these little like all right i'm gonna go to bed i'm gonna get seven hours of sleep every night and i i'm gonna i ended up going back to college yeah while i was a truck driver i did online school i was like i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna get that fucking degree (laughs) i'm gonna fucking do this shit while i'm driving truck and then like covid happened i listened to like david goggins this can't hurt me book (laughs) you heard of it i know of david goggins (laughs) and uh that turned me into kind of a psychopath (laughs) i was like i'm gonna run an ultra marathon Me at like two fifty, like I'm not fucking doing this shit. <laughs> Damn. But that's that's how I spent like COVID, like twenty twenty. I I was still working as a truck driver, but I was like, dude, I am going to run so much, and just doing that, just it, just all the jumping rope and the running, just whoosh, I went from three hundred pounds to one hundred thirty eight pounds. And I, it was, like, the greatest I've ever felt in my life. Was, yeah. I was stone cold sober and getting <clears throat> anywhere from, like, five and a half to seven and a half hours of sleep every night. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's how that, like, journey, basically. It was just, like, one day my friend was like, you could do better. And I listened. Dude, get you a friend who will tell you the truth, you know? That's real that's yeah get you someone that can be real with you mm-hmm. be like hey you're fucking up your life dude yeah because that like comes from such a place of like love yeah yeah it's like you can do better like yeah i mean shit like <laughs> so then like when did you get like the knee surgery uh october of 2021 October 2021. so then like that was like after you gotten super fit and yeah then, like, the knee injury and then God, that shit sucks. Being at like peak <sighs> health and then getting the knee surgery, like, yeah, dude, it it was just like I shouldn't have been trying to run an ultra marathon. 
like I should I should have like realized the limitations my body had. <laughs> I don't know like that sentence didn't really click in my head right. Yeah, dude, I shunt them in trying to run it out. Yeah, damn there. That's crazy. Well, <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna run fifty miles. But it's like when you commit, you commit. I feel like that's kinda in the you can't get rid of that part of yourself. You just gotta direct it to the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I am <laughs> I'm an obsessive person. I can't just be a vape store employee. I have to be a professional vaper. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, get that on a pillow. Put that <laughs> Put it right here. <laughs> somebody sew that. If we get fans and who listen to this shit, please somebody sew. Can you make me a pillow? <laughs> Crochet that shit. That, that's real. <laughs> Embroider it. I want it. I'm the type of bitch that can't just work at a vape shop. I gotta be a professional vapor. <laughs> I'm the biggest cloud these boys have ever seen. <laughs> Taking over the male dominated industries one <laughs> blow at a time. <laughs> that could be misconstrued if it was taken out of context. <laughs> if for real, though, <laughs> I'm going to be out in the parking lot working one blow at a time. <laughs> this truck stop's never going to be the same. <laughs> Picking up daisies. <laughs> or not daisies, were they? Dandelions. Dandelions. All right, I get them confused. Super close. Yeah, I was on um, off by a few letters. I was in there in the ballpark. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I obsessed. I don't. I forgot what we were talking. <laughs> the, the you made you made all the right choices. Oh, the ultra marathon. Then, yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't have been doing that with all the injuries I had had. You have meniscus problems? Is that what was in the knee or what? what I have your... a patellar tracking disorder, oh. which means that my kneecaps are they just come out of place and out of rotation. Yeah. Whenever I bend my knee, which is running. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So that's actually what drove me to have surgeries. One day I was running like I shouldn't have been, and my knee locked up, and I just fucking ate shit, <laughs> just hard pavement shit. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I went to like two doctors, and they were like, "We don't. Your your uh, ACL, MC, everything looks all right. You have some cartilage wear." And I was like, "Dude, fucking, it's not all right." And then one specialist was like, oh, yeah, your kneecap's like eight degrees out of rotation. <laughs> I'm like, no, what? It's pretty far. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a, a lot. <laughs> uh, so I, it, yeah, but I was at like a peak. I was like the, I had a fucking four pack. <laughs> I had abs. Yeah. And then it was like, I got to get the surgery. No, I don't have abs. <laughs> Dude, it fucking, that's like, it's kind of like when I, it was a sim like, I mean, like when I got, had my first injury when I was 17, my first knee injury, which is a result, I've had three knee surgeries since just, and it's like, it's the same cycle where I, like the first time, I mean, I was like, I had played sports like my whole life. So I was like pretty fit at that time, but I was like the most fit that I ever was. Like I was like trying to run, like I was like, I was like at like a six minute mile Holy and I shit. was like doing like, like training to do like, another, I had done a triathlon and I wanted to do another triathlon. And I was just like, I was just like, and I was like finally good at basketball. Like I'd been bad for a really long time and I had gotten really tall and like was weird in my body, but finally was like, dude, I'm figuring this out. I'm getting good. And like my team was really good. So it was like a very fun time to like finally be able to contribute, you know, and it'd be like, oh, <laughs> big I, dogs on the court, <laughs> really big dogs finally pulling her weight, you know, like it's because I mean, for a long, I say that I was just on some other part saying like 
I think the reason why I'm funny is because I was so bad at sports for so long and everybody wouldn't invite me to their birthday parties and shit. Cause <laughs> I was like, I was sucked at sports and I was weird. But then I was like, I got to figure this out. And I got pretty funny. And then I started getting invited to birthday parties and I was like, oh, let's go. <laughs> I have value now. <laughs> <laughs> sports and that's how you were like i can't do that right i'm gonna get really fucking funny <laughs> my coaches started to hate me because i'd have everybody cracking up i'm like the court. <laughs> i'd be making fun of my one coach we're only having three fingers behind his back <laughs> but like i finally like got fit and i was like getting good you know i was getting good at basketball after being bad for so long it meant so much to me to be like like because I loved it. I was bad, but like I really loved it. And I really wanted to be good at it. I wouldn't have kept going for so long if I like was like, there's no way I'm ever going to be good at this. I was like, in my heart, I was like, I'm going to be good at basketball someday. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. I'm sure. I'm just going to be funny for now, but someday I'm going to be making buckets. I know I am. <laughs> someday I'm going to be funny and a professional basketball. <laughs> and I fucking was. And then, like, and then I just knee you know just running down the court get hit a little bit knee pops you're like what was that they thought it was a hamstring next day my knee is the size of a softball and like get that knee surgery and then it's just like all i mean the your fitness going into surgery for sure matters and it helps with recovery but it is so disheartening to be like i made i'd made all these choices to put me exactly in the right spot and it still didn't matter and that's that shit with like stoicism that like it's like the whole you know you can only make the choices you can control you cannot control whether it's like you know (laughs) your knee locking up because it's something that happened in the military or just being a 17 year old playing sports and then just losing it all at once and the only thing you can control is like i mean it's just like it's such a bitter reality that that can just happen to like anybody at any time also it's like so just like you can get hit by a fucking car at any time you can like all of a sudden one day you could start to be like damn i can't really breathe right and it turns out you have something wrong with your lung it's like (laughs) our bodies are so out of our control and that's scary as shit but you do have control over the rehab and like what you do afterwards and like your mindset and stuff and i fucking wish i wouldn't have chose alcohol (laughs) (laughs) that was in my control you know there's so many things i wish i wouldn't have chose (laughs) i wish i would have just chose to deal with what was going on Uh, just accept it it's like would have been way easier in so many ways but also the past is fully out of our control that was a different person that did that you know yeah well in like the one thing that i always think about is like my past choices albeit most of them wrong (laughs) made me who i am today and i've come to love who i am like it's a every it's a daily thing but like i think i'm pretty fucking rad and sometimes i lie to myself when i say that in the mirror in the morning but the past version of me making those bad choices like it got me here yeah yeah you're dope dude (laughs) you're fucking dope Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it does. It like gives you just yeah, it I think it like all of the things that happen, like, you know, they make us who we are. Like the the choices we make and the choices that like are outside of us. And like there's for sure been times in my life where I have reached where I've been like, 
I do not like who I am. And, like, it was, like, I mean, legitimate. Like, I'm, like, yeah, that was valid for not liking who you were at that time. Because that wasn't who you wanted to be. And it's, like, and then it's, like, in those times where it's, like, I don't like who I am. And I only focus on, like, the things that, like, are out of my control. Then I'm never making changes to be who I want to be. But it's, like, and then once I accept, like, Okay, these are the things that are out of con- my control. These are the things that are in my control. And I start to focus on the things that are in my control. And all of a sudden, it's like you start to become a person you like because you're making choices. Like, because I think, like, the only way we become people that we don't like is when we're not making fucking decisions. You know, it's like we're just letting life happen to us. Because then, like, how could you be someone you like? Because it's not you. It's just, like, a fucking universe. Like, just. It's like a plastic oh. bag floating through the wind. Wanting <laughs> 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 to start it again. <laughs> Katy Perry had it right. <laughs> I hate when I become a goddamn plastic bag. <laughs> I don't want to be a plastic bag. I want to be a woven wool bag that somebody intentionally brings to the grocery store. A bag that like someone's like mom gave them as a Christmas present. <laughs> yeah. you know? I want to be something made with love. <laughs> I want to be a yes. I want to be a woven bag. I want to be appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right though. Like I always feel like a shell of of a person whenever I let myself get to that state where it's like. I think the biggest thing for me is I'm just so focused on everyone else. Mm-hmm. I have like the the helper and like the hero thing where I'm like I can help everyone and then I forget about me and I just I I get so focused on other people's opinions of me and then at the end of the day I forget that I'm actually in control of the ship and I can control where it goes and how I feel when it's going Mm -hmm. but I lose sight of that so easily by being distracted by the things that I can't control yeah yeah I did (laughs) <laughs> mic drop <laughs> <laughs> boom <laughs> i feel like like it'd be kind of funny to include like we both had like a a similar experience we were both at kill tony uh <laughs> <laughs> at different times uh yeah and uh man that it's that being it's like that was such I feel anxiety right now thinking about it. Like, Dude, I feel anxiety <laughs> in my chest. I'm, I'm, I'm getting sweaty. <laughs> Sorry for bringing it <laughs> no, up, no, but dude. I feel like it's a really good topic for the whole fucking, like, because like that shit, you know, it was. It's like I had to accept everything that happened leading up to it entirely in my control, and I made all the choice the wrong choices. <laughs> they were all my choices. <laughs> And that shit is, sucks when you look at how something turned out and you're like, what the fuck? I hate that shit. And then you're like, well, I made every decision to make it like that. What was out of my control was it going public to millions of people. You know, it's like <laughs> that sucks that I had no way of being like, hey, will you not post that? Will you actually please pull that back? Pull that back. Pull that back. <laughs> it's like it's like you're wafted up there from the goddamn pig pen in the back and you do your like, nah, 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 and then you push back and then <laughs> out of your control. 
whatever it's like but all of like the choices that i made isn't choosing to sign up that day that was my choice even though i was having i'm man i'm doing a thing where i'm trying to be like it wasn't my fault it was so my fault i signed up i got fucked up in the alley i wasn't ready to go i had no bit planned in my head because i was like no no there's no way i'm gonna get up there i was negative that day i was like fuck it whatever i'm like this alley's stupid i don't even want to be here all of a sudden you're on stage fucking up in front of big j ogerson and archibald and you're like i don't know what's going on (laughs) and it's it's so intense like the feeling of just being like 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 it it wasn't even it was up there it was it was cool it was for sure cool like i had fun i definitely had fun in my in my minute and whatever but then like afterwards i get off and i'm like oh i was so high I was so stumped. <laughs> I think they asked if you were like a pothead during your interview, and you were like, "Huh?" <laughs> they literally, they were like, so "You're kind of a stoner girl," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then he said, "Either that, or you're fucking dumb." And I was like, "I, oh, yeah. well, I'm stoner. stoner. Maybe a little bit of both." <laughs> That's so. I remember. Uh, I remember watching that with you in my car. Oh my god! I was yeah. so scared. I and I was like, I think the only uh, per- other person here that had been through that yeah. ringer. Where Thank I was like, God, I was so happy that you knew what it felt like <laughs> when you were like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. It might be bad. I was like, I told my whole family I pegged a dude. And <laughs> I had no control over it. <laughs> didn't get high i didn't drink but i went on stage i had i had an all right minute in my opinion now it was good for maybe then but for now i'm like eh, it's all right uh-huh. and then in my interview i which i had complete control over how i answered those questions and i was sound of mind uh-huh. i was just throwing everything out <laughs> just, just like my parents don't even know i've dated women let's tell them right now <laughs> on a fucking live stream podcast <laughs> let's, let's just tell them. <laughs> tell, tell the tell the story. The, what did you say about the man? The, the, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you he mean about his tire? Oh <laughs> yeah, dude. I. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I was just being honest, and Tony asked me why i thought i was single and i was just like because i make bad choices trying to be funny Uh and he saw through my bullshit and he was like do you think it's because you're a very masculine woman (laughs) which is such an intense thing to be asked on this stage in front of you know a full audience and then you know it's being streamed to literally over a million people you know it's millions Emasculating for sure. And I ended up pegging him. 
<laughs> Where else do you go? Where do we go from here? Uh, I guess yeah. I'll fuck you in the ass. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Don't well, worry, I'll I... do the fucking tonight too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, or I can oil up that prostate real good. Real good. Can't let, fella. <laughs> And you said that on Kill Tony. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said that on Kill Tony. I said I dated women. I I said a lot of things <laughs> that were all true and honest. But that I Which had was like. such a good episode. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I could so understand why it would hurt coming out to the family. But as far as it being a memorable Kill Tony segment, killed it. Oh, <laughs> Nailed that one. Just can't look my grandpa in the eyes. <laughs> he didn't even know what pegging was. Oh, that's good. But he Did does he, now. He figured it out. <laughs> he does now. He was like, "What's she talking about?" Google it. No, no, not my little Sydney. Not my Sydney. Not my Sydney Rose. <laughs> she would never. Oh God. She, she's a good woman. <laughs> she <laughs> What are you a man? <laughs> <laughs> and I I remember I re- I got the big joke book. I got like an, an invite to do the the secret show at the it was still at the Vulcan at this time. Mm. And I remember I got off the stage and I was just on this like adrenaline high. I was like, ah, and like ah, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then like as the night went on, it like started to go down. And then like reality started setting in. And I was yeah. like, what did I say? <laughs> what what? What have I done? What all did I say? Is they're gonna they keep that whole thing? I can't ask them to edit. Do they? That's all just gonna go out there. I have no control over that. It's done. It's there. Out in the universe. It's out there. It's out there right now. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do. It's not a but goddamn thing. It's like truly by putting your name on that list, choosing to be there that day, even though the odds of getting on pretty low. Very. You made the choice. We made the choice that whatever happened up there is going to exist in the world maybe forever until technology as we know it crashes, you know? Yeah. It's and like it, people can go, like, if you Google your name and kill Tony, that episode will pop up. Yeah. If you Google my name and kill Tony, that episode, like, that's out there. And every time I hear someone reference that I was on Kill Tony, I inside I go, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> Don't bring it up. It's like literally like the demon. Dude, that's one of the demons. <laughs> that voice was which is one of the demons. I can't believe I was able to channel it. Like, <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> you have a kill Tony demon. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so silly because it's like, it's like both of like, it's like, I know personally, it was not that bad. It no. was not bad. No. It was like, I was high as shit. In like it, and it was it that came through for sure. But like it truly, in the grand scheme of things, and also it's so narcissistic to think that anybody keeps thinking about that. You know, it's yeah. like it's something <laughs> that like I, I gotta be real. In your case, I do think that maybe people did think I I could see why it would be difficult to look at the family again. Edward, and I know what is in my control in my scenario is only how I can 
could react to that afterwards. And it's like, dude, not that big of a deal. No. Uh, and it, nothing like defines you besides yourself. That shit is, I mean, like the whole, like getting like, like social media in like, like kill Tony, like, like just it feeling like an overwhelming amount of eyes on you is like, so just like, but it, 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 passes so quickly it's yeah. like all of a sudden it's like oh yeah i no, literally no one cares <laughs> <laughs> until they make a subreddit about you being the fat vaping queen <laughs> <laughs> which i read all of i read all of i read every single comment i read every single comment and then my username is not my name so i was just downvoting all of them <laughs> I didn't have to. I wasted a whole day. I wasted a whole day on fucking Reddit. Bro, I think about the amount of time I have wasted reading my goddamn comments on Instagram. Being like, another person saying I'm transgender. (laughs) (laughs) Another fucking person being like, tranny. I'm not even. You're being transphobic to a person that's not trans. (laughs) I'm like, and it's like, why am I angry? I'm pro this, everything. But it's like, shut up. It's like, it's like so much time wasted. I think about, I could have probably read two books in the amount of times I've read comments and gotten mad about it. I I could have done a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I could have written two books. (laughs) Dude, even on the YouTube, like they posted on the YouTube, I read every single comment about myself on there too. I didn't read a single YouTube comment. That's the best thing you can do because nothing I learned from my instagram reel that that is not a place i want to be but <laughs> no, the comment section is not popping because it's the most it's like the people who are in there writing like comments like that it's like i cannot imagine sitting and watching a video and then just being like the person looks so stupid she's so ugly not funny you know it's like where do you have to be mentally to have like because that's how they're spending their day yeah but also it's like that's their choice (laughs) (laughs) it is their choice and that's how they want to spend their time and maybe it serves them in a way that feels good for them and at that point i'm not judging but i'm going to make the choice to not read that shit (laughs) because that's not what i want to be thinking about but I also don't think, I think I also, like, it's like, we have to, like, you want to look at it because you know it's happening. <laughs> you know that they're there. You know that there's, like, probably, like, it's, like, it's so hard to not go want to know word for word what it was. I know that there's, hell, I, if I, now I'm getting the urge to go on <laughs> the Kill Tony it. episode and go read all the comments. Don't you do know? it. I'm getting the urge. Don't Literally, fight it. My friend was watching it. He was like, dude, you did not do that bad. Just don't read the comments. And I'm like, oh, you <sighs> fucker. Don't tell me that. Dude, why do you have to say that? Right? I'm like, fuck you. That means they were so bad. Yeah, you know? But it's like, I'm not going to. I'm going to make the decision to not do that. Not because I don't think I can handle what is being written. Because I guarantee I have read something that has. I, I've read damn near every single comment on my Instagram. And there's quite a few. Well, it's like, whatever the comments. <laughs> <laughs> There's at least probably. <laughs> the first one. The first one. <laughs> Honestly, what is it? Everybody thinks I'm goddamn trans, dude. You know, speak it out into the universe. 
believe what you want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's their choice. That's your fucking choice. <laughs> you am the I am over it, dude. I have been I have been given a voice that is different than most women, <laughs> and it is what it is. <laughs> That was not my choice. That's fully out of my control. My voice is so out of my control. What is my choice is the fact that I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> what, you want me to just not talk? I don't, I'm, I'm going to keep talking. Dude, I think you should. I like your voice a lot. Thank you. You're I, I like my voice too. It's soothing. I think it is. It yeah. is really soothing. Yeah. I feel like it's like, it sounds like I've smoked a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> What else? <laughs> I've been choked out a few times. <laughs> All by choice. All by choice. All by choice. Cigarettes feel a little bit out of control. It's almost like I wanted to quit so bad. But yeah. I did quit. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Hey, that's good. Yeah. But honestly, like the whole, like the thing, like like with like the people like pointing out your insecurities yeah. is like, like so overwhelmingly bad at first. But then it's like, it makes me be like, okay, so I'm not crazy for being insecure about this thing. You know? It's like, <laughs> I'm insecure about this thing because apparently a lot of people do perceive it how I think they do. <laughs> That's the like, biggest truth when someone's like, you're fat. And you're like, god damn it. It's like, I was right. <laughs> I was right. Fuck. God. I found that almost like an equal number of people who like, point out something that I don't like about myself will point out the exact same thing in like a positive light and then I'll be like oh it's just unique it's yeah. like it's only the thing that people notice and either like or don't like and you notice about yourself is something that like makes you you and it's special like and then it like uh, I don't know it helps with acceptance I think yeah well and when it comes to like the comments and the shit people say it's like I it's not any worse than what I've said to myself. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been pretty hard on myself and especially looking in the mirror. So it's like, if someone's going to say some weird sideways shit, it's like, dude, be more creative. I've said that. <laughs> Come it's at me with some message. new shit. <laughs> kidding, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Please don't help me find anyone. The one thing that sucks about like getting like a bunch of fucking comments and eyes on you, like it's like, I'm not even... I'm just a, I'm not even famous and I'm so broke, you know? It's like, it's like famous people get all the hate online, but they get to sit on their money and sit back in their house and be like, yeah, fuck y'all, dude. You can say what you want, but I'm getting paid. I'm like, I'm literally still struggling for every paycheck and I also have to deal with my income. <laughs> but it was my choice to put all of this out there and like... I do kind of believe in like the, it was my choice to put it out into the ether. I did not expect to get the responses back that I did. Um, and that is an obstacle that's been given to me. And I honestly, like it has been a lot of like mental, like fuckery being like, I have not, I never once, I did not think that I would have so many comments I'd have to read about other people perceiving me. But like, it makes you like, like have to radically accept yourself. And I think that's like a gift. That is a gift. 
to, to just be thrown into the fire like you've got to accept who you are or, yeah. or else this isn't going to get like any easier at all yeah it's only going to get harder yeah if you don't because like if you love yourself and like you know your faults and you accept them and you accept your the things you're insecure about as unique parts of you then it doesn't matter what some what's his nuts says in your fucking comment section do you yeah. like it doesn't like okay so what i like that about me and then he can write jokes about it. That's the thing. Like, that it's <laughs> like it's like oh, thank you for that for like giving me the. I had like some dude write a comment about my voice and like a real before, and then I was like oh, I, you know, actually I should play into that. And then I wrote my favorite joke, and I was like okay, all right, this like 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 does something for me. You know, it's like it's like if the insecurity's there, then you can like spin it. Yeah, well, if that's how you're being perceived, you could use that in your favor and yeah. make it funny. Cause it's re- it's not going away. <laughs> it's not, no, going, it's away. not going away. <laughs> it's gonna stay, you know. <laughs> uh. Dude, th- yeah, you just gotta learn to to love yourself. Yeah, to accept. That's the one thing you can. Like, well, there's a lot of things, but you talking about things you that are in your control, like. Loving yourself is in your control. It's such a choice. It's a big choice. Yeah. And it's such a hard one. It's so it's so hard mm. to, to love yourself. It's it's hard for me to love me because I know that I can be a, a piece of shit sometimes. <laughs> so it's just... It's, I, it's, ah. I only hate myself when I'm actively making choices that go against who I know I am. And like, that's like in my fucking control. It all comes back to the things that you can... This is such, like, a big, like, building block. Like, the yeah. things you can control. I can't believe, like, this, like, seriously was, like, such a good first one. Dude, like, this was a banger. Fucking banger of fucking a philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're fucking trailer park philosophers. Uh, I think we just, like, really just, like, count that shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to my family for bringing packing up again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't change But I will that. not stop because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose to listen or not listen. It's your choice to choose whether you'll still love me. As you know, I'm pegging dudes on the corner every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Strapped for cash. <laughs> <laughs> We've been the trailer park philosophers. <laughs> yeah, how long?